0: Welcome to the Rice Historical Reviews podcast for the year 2021 to 2022. In this episode, Sophia and I ask Dr. Lujan Stasavisus about Hispanic Heritage Month. Dr. Lujan is a professor here at Rice, originally from Argentina, who teaches Spanish with a focus on critical thinking and intercultural communication. We are so excited to have her on the podcast so we can gain some insights into Hispanic Heritage Month and her thoughts on some of the big questions surrounding the Latinx community. And without further ado, let's get into the podcast.
1: Hello, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hello, my name is uh, Dr. Luján Estasevicius. I'm a Spanish lecturer for the for CLIC, for the Centers for of Languages and Intercultural Communications here at Rice.
0: Cool. And then I'm Sophia and I'm Elaine, has such a large Hispanic population, and you come from a Spanish-speaking country. What are some of the differences or similarities you've noticed between these two cultures?
1: Well, I come from Argentina, and I arrived here in U.S. in 2007, and I've been in Houston since, I believe, 2015. And uh, before that, I was in Illinois, and the Latino population wasn't as high at the the place I was, and and here it was a a great surprise. And that question made me think about when people ask me, oh, what do you miss most about about your country, right? And what I do miss most, and what I have in common with uh, people here is the solidarity and the community sense because sometimes when you are dealing with other cultures, it's not that visible. I'm not saying that they do not have a community sense, but for instance, through Harvey, when you watch the news, people rescuing people were always, most of the time of Latino descent. So, and that is something that I also see when I visit Argentina or when, I, when I'm like, um, among Argentinians, it's like this unquestionable solidarity in, in the sense that oh you need a favor I'm sensing you need a favor I'm gonna do, we're, we're very <laughs> very invasive to no way you know that's a downside to that but I, I would say that's the similarity and then what really I really like about Houston is its diversity so I was able to engage in different uh, cultural practices and and different uh, traditions that I wasn't even aware of because. We are super south, so we don't get into that <laughs> contact. But yeah, that would I, w- I would say that, that that would be the, the main thing. All, all positive things.
2: So thank you. Yeah. Do you have any examples of like new cultural things you picked up while you were here?
1: In well, with Click, uh, we started. Uh, I started getting involved in the celebration for Dia de Muertos. Mm-hmm. That we don't do that in Argentina, or at least my, my circle of influence doesn't do it. And it's such a beautiful take on death and remembrance and memory that I made somewhat mine too. Uh, and, I, and I do usually coordinate this event with colleagues that are from either from Mexico, from Mexican heritage, and they were super open to receive me even though I have no idea about the tradition. <laughs> and we were able to do really cool things in the, in the past years and um, to be able to be incorporated in this new take of death and what it means to remember someone that is not with you anymore, which is completely different from the cultural background I grew in. So that could be one example. Then, I mean, of course, music and different uh, styles of food, different styles of thinking, different styles of uh, uh, going through life. And, and of course, if you are, exposed to differences and you're willing to receive them because it's not only being exposed there's always something to gain and, and yeah that, that, that will be
2: our next question is there's a lot of differing opinions about the term hispanic it's kind of controversial mm-hmm. um and we were wondering if you had any like particular opinions about this
1: that you would like to share <laughs> disclaimer before i get into this uh, I have a very strong opinion mm-hmm. in terms of preference between Hispanic versus Latino. That doesn't mean that I will think anything particularly about people uh, identifying themselves as Hispanic or Latino. Everybody should have the right to identify the the way they feel more comfortable with. My take on this. I'm saying this because my take on this is somewhat harsh. But that doesn't mean that I will uh, not respect someone identifying with whatever categories or labels they feel more related to or interpolated by. So, to the point. (laughs) In my case, particularly, I uh, lean towards Latino denomination instead of Hispanic. First of all, because Hispanic relates to colonization. And it's a long, very dark tradition that I don't want to align myself with. The whole colonization process wiped out the American continent, not only of lives, but also of resources. They were, I mean, of course, we don't have like definite numbers, but there were like 56 million people killed, uh, many, many of them, most of them natives, but also African slaves. So it's a whole dark tradition that of course i'm not saying that someone who identifies as hispanic is in favor of that but the if i have the opportunity not to be associated with that i will take it and also on the other side hispanic also kind of like simplifies the situation in the Iberian Peninsula because not everyone in the Iberian Peninsula speaks either Spanish or Portuguese. And within Spain, we have independent communities like the Basque people, Catalan, Gallegos, that they wouldn't identify themselves as Hispanic either. So that is, and and also is, for me, I feel that it's like other way of colonization. Let me, for instance, when I was in middle school, I knew, and I was taught repeatedly, the names of the ships that Christopher Columbus took to America, but I mean, I can can still name them, (laughs) but I don't clearly know the names of the natives' population that they were there already, so it's more an intellectual stake Stand uh, in that in that sense. In that sense, so that's why I lean towards Latino, and also because Latino also allowed to it derive also to the term Latinx, and I really believe that we should make space in language for people who don't identify within the uh, gender binary, and that is something that has been derived from the Latino denomination. Of course, let me. Put this footnote also, of course. Latin American is also a term that was coined by the French in uh, 1860s to get into that big business that was colonization back then. So I'm not I'm not uh, unaware of that fact. But right now, I would consider myself Latina. Um, also, I name myself Argentinian, of course. But if I had to pick, when I pick at the at the forms, <laughs> I, I I definitely put Latina.
2: Cool oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you for explaining more, because there's, well, I, I just feel like there's a lot of, like, um, people aren't really sure which one mm-hmm. they should go with sometimes, especially if they're not part of the community, like, how they should refer to um, people who are part of the Latinx
1: community. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely, and 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 it's all, that's why I, I said the disclaimer at, at first, I mean, I, and you see that many, many events, like Hispanic Heritage Month, many, many things don't to gravitate towards Hispanic, I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to slash it because of that, (laughs) right? But I think with this category, as with any identity category you choose for yourself, you should be respected and you should be, but you also should be aware of what you're saying when you say I'm Hispanic Mm -hmm. or I'm Latina or or, I'm Argentinian.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) And... What are some of the um, benefits of observing or even celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month, even if you yourself aren't Hispanic?
1: I think it's all about visibility, right? I mean, I think uh, one of the beautiful things about Bryce is that it has a somewhat high degree of diversity and I think the Office of Multicultural Affairs is doing a great job celebrating that. So I think if you have the opportunity to respectfully engage, you should take it. At least, I mean, for the very least, you will be exposed to something different, and you will be exposed to something that you might learn from. And what, what we discuss in the in our classes of intercultural communication is that intercultural communication is not about you being the ground zero for everything and dealing with the other, but rather you. Um, turning the the look onto yourself and say hey i'm a human being these people are human beings too what do we have in common or what do we have or what can i learn from them so i i think every every opportunity to experience the manifestation or the production of another culture should should be should be taken and 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 but but also should be thinking like a, in a really mindful way i mean there was an old saying in, in Spain, actually. A writer said, that, oh, racism is healed when you travel. Well, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put something from, from yourself, too, right? You, you need to do the work, right? So, yeah, I would say that, yeah, experiencing um, not only Hispanic Heritage Month. I mean, there, there's a, other celebrations going on also on, on campus. And again, the, the Office of Multicultural Affairs is doing a great great, great job in, in celebrating and making people visible. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, sort of going along with Elaine's question, um, how would you recommend people celebrate um, Hispanic Heritage Month, or like even just the Latinx community outside of um, sort of the month of September in October?
1: I think we were discussing that in one of the, um, the classes of Dialogues of Diversity mm-hmm. that I, I was lucky to, to teach this semester. And we were discussing how to be an ally, right? And well, one of the things we were discussing is how everybody has a degree of power and everybody has a degree of privilege, and you can use that to open the door or maintain the door open for other people. What I mean by, by this whole <laughs> introduction <laughs> is that you can always be an ally and you can always engage respectfully and you can always reflect on what you're doing or saying. Sometimes, for instance, I'm a white Latina. And that is a huge, huge privilege and a huge advantage because if I don't open my mouth and you don't hear my accent, I'm a white person with all the privilege that comes with it. So in that sense, I can make space or I can help other people get to where I am. I'm, I always say, usually in academia, uh, faculties are called gatekeepers. I'm a gate opener, I'm not a gatekeeper. So. I think all year long, we, we should be allies. And when we see something that is not okay, and when we hear something that is not okay, uh, first check with the person if, the, if it is a microaggression or something like that. If they want someone to defend them, because you're also not going to like be paternal or wrong, <laughs> right? And and yeah, engage in a way that makes people comfortable being who they are. I think that that's the way to keep celebrating Hispanic heritage man, and also Hispanic heritage man tends for necessity to, to draw on the more stereotypical part of the h- Hispanic culture, so there's many other things. And yeah, I think in the day to day you might experience even more nuanced forms or, or, or more complex forms of what it means to be Hispanic, Latino, Latinx, etc. Thank you, that's very insightful.
0: Um, And this is going to be our last like official question. Uh, How do you think people can support the uh, Latinx communities outside of Hispanic Heritage Month? Like, do you have any ideas or suggestions?
1: Yeah, I think it's more or less towards the the, the point we were making before, right? Um, I think support is shown by being, being an ally and being an ally means not only um, speaking or standing up, but also being silent and listen, <laughs> right? You cannot ex- uh, equate your experience with somebody else's. That, that's by definition is impossible, but you can listen. And you can incorporate what the other person is telling you and you can look and see how the experience is for other people. So I, I think that should not be extended to either Hispanic Heritage Month or Black History Month or something like that. it's, it's It should be like, we should all be on call to, t- <laughs> to, 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 to say it uh, bluntly all the time. And we should all also be aware that we're going to make mistakes because we're humans. So nobody's a perfect ally. Nobody's a perfect person all the time saying the, all the perfect things. So if you, but if you are aware of that and if you're mindful of that, you can... Um, apologize and you can learn and you can be better and it's always like a a path that it never ends and that shouldn't be frightening or disheartening or whatever it should be like oh okay I get another opportunity and another opportunity to do better so I think yeah that will be my, my answer to that just keep being an ally by doing the work by sometimes listening instead of speaking and reflecting and reflecting and and trying to do better and and also don't get discouraged if you do something that it end up being offensive but you didn't mean it, it's offensive anyways. So just take a step back. Again, open your ears and not your mouth. (laughs) You have two ears <laughs> instead of and one mouth. And apologize, try to understand what you did wrong. And you can, like, everybody can be better. I believe in humanity. <laughs> I think we, we, we as human beings have the infinite capacity to keep learning and to keep getting better. So, yeah.
2: On a, ending on a positive note. But, yeah, that was kind of all the questions we had written okay. out and prepared. If there was anything else you wanted to, like, speak about. Take Spanish,
1: no. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: if there was anything you wanted to plug for like Click or just Spanish in general. No,
1: I, I'm, I'm fine. Um, if you are uh, thinking of taking a language, of course, take the placement test and at Click, we have several options. And yeah, I hope to see you there in class or not. I mean, you can speak from experience. It's a great time. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Cool,
2: thank you so much. That's thank cute. you.